and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the one and only Rock and Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to a special bonus edition of the Rock and Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host with most, Nick, and we've got a special kind of series coming at you. Starting it off today with none other than Filthy Tom Lawler. Uh, we're going to be talking to some stars from Major League Wrestling over the next few weeks. And we're going to all leading up to the culmination for the big Super Fight card on February 2nd. It's going to be at the ECW Arena in Philadelphia, 2300 Arena. And uh, we got the guy that's going to be in the main event. He's going to be challenging low-key for the uh, MLW Championship. Uh, Tom Lawler's got quite the history, not only in, uh, so far in MLW, but as you know, many of you probably know, is a former, uh, used to be in the UFC. He's still a mixed martial artist. Uh, he's made quite a name for himself in MLW, and he's a one badass dude. Uh, if you've seen his kind of uh, no... No, what is it? No, uh, no ring with ropes matches. He had one with uh, Simon gotch a few weeks ago on mlw fusion on bn sports he's also done uh he's going to be doing it in a bar at the end of the month with Ken shamrock so he's one bad 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 dude badass dude and he's uh it was an honor to talk to him and we just talked a lot about his upcoming match with low-key some of the similarities between MMA and pro wrestling, the fans, his transition, all of that. So uh, it's been it's been a pl- it's a pleasure to start work doing some bonus episodes here to start off 2019 and some work with MLW. So I'm excited for you guys to to hear the first of it. Uh, I want to preference that it's not a super long interview, about 20 minutes. Uh, so it's going to be a shorter episode than my normal Wednesdays is dropped. But these are just kind of bonus episodes to to wet your ear and throw some extra content out you. Uh, the, in, the interview just started off a little wonky. Uh, I had some technical difficulties when we recorded this. Uh, I wasn't getting Tom's audio. He, we kind of started chatting. I thought I had it going. I had to do some editing and some, about the first five minutes got chopped off, but I was able to recover the other 21 minutes. So, uh, 
there's that. But uh, so we kind of jump. We were at one point in the conversation, so I didn't really want to uh, have Tom start over because I know his time is precious. So we kind of just jumped right into it uh, from where at that point we were discussing. So it's kind of cool just uh, jumping right into it, and uh, we'll get into that shortly. But I want to talk a little bit more about the supercar that's coming up on February 2nd at the old ECW Arena. Obviously, it's going to be main evented by the guest here on this bonus episode, uh, Tom Lawler versus Low Key. Uh, we do talk about kind of the controversial angle with Low Key. Uh, one of the things that I couldn't recover from the technical difficulties side of things was the unfortunate uh, how he talked about being in the ring with Matt Riddle and Jeff Cobb uh at MLW one shot right before they got their uh BN Sports deal. I wish we could have got that, but still great stuff. They've also announced for the card uh Lucha Bros versus the Heart Foundation. That's that's gonna be a heck of a matchup. Uh there's gonna be a lot more coming in the coming weeks. Uh it's gonna be quite a card and MLW's kicking ass right now on BN Sports. If you don't have BN Sports, they also put up uh on Saturdays 605, which is great like the old WCW days. Uh put it up on YouTube so you can see it. So definitely check if you haven't checked it out. It's really good pro wrestling. It's different. They have a lot of known old school veteran guys there too like Conan's there, Parker's there. Uh, but they have some great new talent like the New Heart Foundation, Lucha Bros, Tom Lawler, uh, Low Key. So they've got some great stuff. Barrington Hughes is another one of my favorites. Uh, Tony Schiavone calls the action. So what can't say anything better about that than Tony calling all the action. So I, what better way to to enjoy your pro wrestling? Tony Schiavone calling it. So before we get into the Tom Lawler interview uh make sure you're following the podcast on all the social media as i mentioned before very very interactive on all the social media nick's rnw podcast on the old twitter machine rock and wrestling podcast on instagram uh nick's rock and wrestling podcast on facebook as i mentioned uh Previously, the YouTube channel is going to be getting uh, a renovation here shortly. Really, it's going to be launched off at the end of uh, the coming month with uh, my trip to L.A. for the NAM con- uh, conference, the NAM show. That's really where things are going to be uh, a launching pad. You're going to see a lot more coming out that way in terms of video content. Uh, make sure you keep in the five-star reviews on iTunes. That's much appreciated. If you're going to write a review, I more power to you and i appreciate it even more as well uh go over to rock and wrestling podcast.com get your official t-shirt sweatshirt it's going to be having some more merchandise coming out here real soon um so this is kind of a, a special treat that i wanted to do uh mlw was it was kind enough to respond to one of my inquiries about getting some talent for interviews and they have this big show coming up at super fight on uh, february 2nd and they said they would be getting me uh, a wrestler every week leading up to that and the first one they got me was uh that kindly gave me some time with was tom lawler so he's gonna be he's the first uh episode uh of kind of this little series we're gonna run here for about a month of some bonus episodes you're gonna be getting uh two a week uh, this is just kind of be brief, you know, they're not going to be the normal hour episodes that you might expect that you would get, uh, out of the show, but it's just going to be different. And 
hopefully I won't have any technical difficulties like I had on this one. Uh, as I mentioned kind of yesterday, I was fighting a little bit of a cold over the weekend, actually fighting sickness. It's that time of year again where you get sick, so I had some technical difficulties uh, rounding around, but you know, sometimes that happens. So we're going to rock and roll here in just a moment with uh, Filthy Tom Lawler. Uh, he's going to be challenging low-key for the MLW Championship at MLW Superfine on the, the second. So I'll start up jibba-jabbing, and we'll get into the interview. So coming up on the other side, Filthy Tom Lawler. All right, we're here with MLW's Filthy Tom Lawler. I apologize for the little technical difficulties there. As you were explaining, you know, the difference in MMA that you made that tra- – you've, you've been in the professional wrestling business before and you've, you know, the the theatrics and, and it being a lot different. Could you could you recap kind of what you said there a few minutes ago? Sorry about that. Yeah, no problem. Um, you know, one of the things that uh, MMA training or, or combat sports training in general – um, gets you kind of accustomed to and in tune with is the the small struggles that happen with each and every move. You know, if you're trying to pick somebody up to take them down, it's not just as simple as you, you know, picking them up and throwing them down. There's a lot of little intricacies. You may have to change your angle. You may have to change your grip. You may have to squat down a little bit more. They may try to pull their leg back. You have to go a different direction. Um, and I think one of the things that's important for me uh, as you know, an MMA fighter and a combat sports uh, professional, is to try to keep as much of that intact uh, when I'm wrestling and in my matches as I can. You know, there's um, there's a lot of different styles out there. If you watch, you know, some wrestlers, it'll look like a choreographed fight or a choreographed routine, and uh, that's the thing that I want to get the furthest away from. You know, when when people watch me wrestle, I want them to think. Or, or see it as a fight. You know, I'm a, I'm a fighter at heart, and all the fighting that I've done is, you know, helped me uh, transition over. When you're used to struggling and going for a submission and trying to pull somebody's arm out of socket when they're resisting, you know, or, or having somebody do it to you as well, it helps you recognize when you're in danger. Uh, it makes it more realistic, and there's really no downside that I can see. Um you know, I know personally, if I had the choice of taking a strike from somebody that only knows how to throw a work strike or somebody that knows how to throw a work strike and know how to throw a real strike and take somebody out, I'd, you know, take the person that knows how to do both because they're going to be able to realize when, you know, too much is too much or, you know, enough's enough. So um, I think there's a ton, a ton, infinite benefits that come from training uh mma well yeah for, for wrestling you bring up a great point is that you, you know you want to make it look real and speaking of real you had a, f- a few weeks ago on mlw uh fusion the the no ring the no ropes match with, with simon gotch and you want to talk about making it look real was how did the the no ropes idea match come along and especially a company like mlw i think it fits it fits it perfect because it's something different and you're going to be doing another one of those here in a few weeks am, am i correct with can shamrock <laughs> yeah, the Ken Shamrock thing is actually no ring. Oh uh, wow! N- yeah, so it's in a. I've done one of these matches before against uh, Brody King in California, but uh, it's a match with no ring, so it's in a bar. I don't know what the bar <laughs> looks like inside, um, but these are a lot of fun. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that one as well. 
the the match against Simon Gotch, obviously the end of uh, you know, or perhaps the continuation and beginning uh, for the future of a, of a feud uh, between us. Um, and you know, our, our goal when we went out there, uh, or my goal as it always is, is to fight and and win in the uh, professional wrestling contest and and fight in the context of professional wrestling. And um, I think the having no ropes gives it like a unique look. Uh, for sure, and it kind of uh, brings you back to a time when wrestling was a little bit different, you know, back to the early days, early 1900s, uh, when guys were wrestling in theaters and circuses, um, you know, it was just a different game back then as opposed to the the squared circle that we're looking at now. So I think it gives it a different feel, a different look, and it opens up different possibilities, you know, for techniques and moves that you can do. Um, and it's not something that's been overdone or, you know, overexplored. So hopefully uh, I can do some more of those in the future. Uh, but even without that stipulation, you know, um, myself and Simon can go out there and fight and, you know, make it look as realistic as anything else. Yeah. It, gonna see, so. it, it, it did look like two guys just, just beating the crap out of each other. It was great. I, th- I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was awesome. It, it was so different. And that's what I like about MLW and you kind of talked in the beginning about how it has so many different things from the luchadors to you know traditional wrestling what what made you you know you talked about MLW one shot coming back there what really drew you to like you know this is the company where I want to be you know they are on a national platform on being sports what really has drawn you to MLW to be like this is this is the home for filthy Tom Lawler I mean they've been pretty open-minded so far which is one of the the things that I, you know, find kind of refreshing. Uh, if I have ideas, you know, people are willing to listen to them. And I've been in MMA companies where that's not exactly the case before. Um, you know, so that's very, that's something that's very refreshing to me. And also the, the storylines, uh, themselves, I'm a fan of because in some ways, you know, there are clear-cut heels and faces in some situations, but there's also, you know, a lot of shades of gray, much like there are real life that are that are touched on where you know you may want to cheer somebody but they're aligned with somebody who's you know not exactly a savory individual so um you know there's a lot of small intricacies that i think that uh, are going to play out over the next few months or, or past that um you know that are that are really going to help as far as the storylines go and you know that's one of the things that drew me there in the first place yeah terrific storylines i mean they i mean controversial right now with your opponent here in a month at uh, Super Fight, Low Key, and Conan, you, I, I you know, do you, I think it's great because that that particular storyline, and I think it's great you're you're building a heel character for somebody like you to, to really, I you know, I hope you beat the crap out of him and win the title because you're one of my favorites in MLW. So, you know, I think you bring up a great point about the storylines being different and an alternative from other products out there. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, if you look at, we can take my character for example. Uh, I didn't really have like a face turn at any point. Um, you know, I, I've feuded with baby faces. I've feuded with heels, and you know, somewhere along the line uh, during the the battle riot match, the fans got on my side and got behind me, and they really haven't left my side or uh, or, or you know left having my back since then. So, um, you know, the, the bookers and the creative team at MLW did a really good job with, you know, kind of kind of changing things as far as my character goes without really making, you know, too much of a change, um, 
you know, per se, and still letting me, you know, be myself. So yeah, that's been it's been awesome. Yeah. Well, you bring up the the creative team and and Court Bowers doing a great job running it. Who have been some of the you know the veterans in the company that you've maybe looked to for you know advice or hey how how am I doing here you know there is because there is a lot of wealth you know with Conan being there La Parca even Tony Schiavone calling some calling the action you know who's been someone that you've looked to to kind of like maybe as not a mentor but just all around locker room leader help kind of situation. Yeah, well, there's been uh, there's been some changeover uh, since MLW re-debuted, and there's been you know multiple people in different leadership roles, um, but everybody that's been there throughout that time has been been awesome to deal with. Um, you know, Bruce Pritchard, who was there, I no longer there right now. Uh, always really enjoyed listening to him, and um, you know, I try to as soon as my match is done, I'll try to go you know, kind of stand by the gorilla position and watch and listen as much as I can. Um, you know, I think really just being new in the whole wrestling game in a way, coming from uh, MMA for so many years, um, I've been able to get something from virtually everybody, you know. Uh, just listening to guys like Conan or Tommy Dreamer or, you know, Sammy Callahan, who's been everywhere, low-key who's been everywhere, um, you know, listening to these guys backstage and being at shows with them, uh, you know, I pick up a lot of things just overhearing uh, different things. So, you know, virtually almost everybody that's that's there in MLW uh, may have more experience than me, so I've been able to learn a lot. That that's that's awesome, man, and and it and it shows. And uh, you know, you got this big super fight coming up, big big world title match with Low Key uh, coming up. Working at the ECW arena, which is which is awesome. I think is great. You know, are you, are you real? You know, their ECW arena obviously has tons of history. You know, what what are you looking forward to most about super fight challenging for the world title, ECW arena, a, a big stage. Yeah, I try not to think about those sort of things because it, uh, you know, can take you out of the situation, can take you out of the moment. Um, I'm very big on not having idols, um, not, you know, uh, like putting a situation on a pedestal in my mind um, because at the end of the day, really what it is, is it's business for me. So I'm not looking at it right now as, oh, shit, I'm, getting a uh, title shot at low key, the world title shot in the EC, the former ECW arena. Um, sure. That probably was like one of the coolest things that you ever could have told my, you know, 17 or 18 year old self, but you know, I'm not my 17 or 18 year old self anymore. So the fact that I'm going to be in the ECW arena, maybe when I get there and I see the mural and I you know, hear some of the stories, I'll, I'll reminisce a little bit, but all that stuff's going to go out the window as soon as I have to step there in the ring. I mean, um, I've been in arenas with 20,000 people fighting, you know, probably more than that, actually, uh, fighting in front of them. And, you know, I've been on some of the biggest stages in the world. So none of that stuff gets to me. And, you know, as a top high-level athlete, none of it should. Yeah, well, that's that's awesome. I love love hearing that. But, you know, the, the moment, but, moment's not too big for but, you. Yeah. But in like 10 or 15 years, believe me, I'm going to look back on this time in my life 
uh, being able to wrestle all these legends and guys I watched when I was younger. And I'm going to think it's great. I'm going to, I'm going to love it. I'm going to love the memories, but you know, that's when they're memories right now. This is the present and there's a lot of stuff I want to do and that's not going to happen with me sitting around, you know, wondering about, um, you know, how big of a opportunity this is and how cool it is to be doing this. You know, I, I've got, I've got a job in my hands that I need to take care of. So, that's a that's a great approach approach to it. Um, you bring up obviously, you know, you were sixteen, seventeen. You know, telling you you'd be in the ECW arena, and on my show, I always, you know, usually like to ask, you know, what's your first real memory of pro wrestling? And you were like, "Wow, man, this is this is something I could see myself doing." I know you said you were a fighter at heart, but when was that first memory of like, "Wow, pro like this is something that I would want to do." Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I couldn't even tell you. I would have been so young uh, that me coming up with a first memory would be, uh, I'd be telling a lie. Um, you know, maybe it was WCW Saturday night when I was like eight years old. Maybe it was uh, the old USWA show that was on ESPN at four in the afternoon or global wrestling or whatever the hell it was. Um, but I really don't know. I just know that my entire life, every time I've watched wrestling, you know, uh, come across it. It's something that I was interested in. It's something that I wanted to do. Something about it calls to me. And the same thing goes for MMA. You know, uh, I was 11 or 12 when the UFC started and I saw the second UFC like a week after it happened. And ever since then I was hooked. I watched damn near everyone for years and years and years, uh, following it. And the same thing with raw and nitro and ECW when I was younger, uh, I've pretty much always just been a fanatic of wrestling and MMA, um, you know, ever since I can remember, to be honest. that That's awesome. I love hearing guys that, that cross over in both worlds. And you were on Busted Open not too long ago, and I, I wrote this question down for you because you'd met, they, they, David asked you about MMA fans versus wrestling fans and kind of the acceptance of one of the other. Do you notice a real difference in, in the fans, especially – MLW fans versus when you go and do an MMA fight, is there a real difference? Because as a wrestling fan, I'll watch MMA, but I feel that some of my MMA friends that are MMA fans don't accept wrestling nearly as much. Yeah, some people out there, they just they don't get it. You know, um, they, they don't understand professional wrestling. Uh, they more than likely never will, you know, and I think that that's you know, I guess that's okay in a way because there's plenty of stuff out there that I don't understand. You know, there's plenty of sporting events I don't get into that I have no clue about. So, um, you know, I think that MMA fans uh, are a little bit less accepting of professional wrestling. There is a, how would I say this? I mean, there's a bad attitude among some MMA fans. As fickle as professional wrestling fans may seem it's much, much worse in mixed martial arts where uh, you're not in a, in a performance, a live performance per se. Um, and you're the outcome of the match really does determine, you know, the rest of your future in a lot of ways. And, you know, it's not that same, uh, you don't have that same battle professional wrestling i guess you could say i mean sure there are mma fights where guys lose and come out looking better on the end but that's not the goal of a fight um the goal of a professional wrestling match should be you know both guys come out looking as good 
as they could in, in most cases. And, you know, I think wrestling fans are just a different mindset. They get it a little bit more. And with how popular MMA has become, um, you know, I think there are a lot of wrestling fans who are more accepting. There's a lot of wrestling fans who will watch, you know, big MMA fights or even, you know, a lot, a lot of wrestling fans who are crossover uh, MMA fans. But, yeah, it doesn't seem to be that same reciprocation on the other side. There's still a number of MMA fans who look down on pro wrestling that discount it and, and its contributions to martial arts over the years. And those people are just pulling the wool over their own eyes. So, um, you know, screw them. Yeah, exa- exactly. And that was a great answer. I mean, for somebody that's in, in both worlds, it's great to get your opinion on it. And uh, as we as we kind of wind down here, as we talk about, you know, MLW, SuperFi, and the growth of MLW, you mentioned earlier that you really like MLW because they're open and flexible. Um, I love hearing kind of the ins and outs. You don't have to get real specific, but, you, you know, with MLW, are you on a like specific? You're you can only be on their TV, and they allow you to take bookings elsewhere for independent shows. Is that kind of how it works? Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. Uh, as far as my contract goes, I'm not sure what everybody else's situation is. Obviously, there's different people under different deals, different timelines, uh, different things that they can do. People get booked on some shows and not on others that are under contract and vice versa. So I can't really speak on anybody else, but yeah, that's the situation with me is that, uh, they have right of, uh, you know, rights to my dates first off. And then, uh, I'm allowed to do bookings otherwise outside of that. So awesome. Awesome. All right. So as we wind down here, the big, the big super fight here in about a month, will you challenge low key? What, you know, as we mentioned, it's going to be a great match It's in the ECW arena, you know, little bit more about about the event you know is i'm really looking forward to it you know what kind of you know are you gonna go out there and just kick low-key's ass let's just let's just get right to it man <laughs> uh well you know low-key as a he's a smaller individual compared to me he's quicker he's faster he's more agile so there's i have to be very cautious um if you've watched him wrestle which i'm sure you have anybody that's watched him wrestle knows he's very dangerous so i need to be you know, on my on my guard at all times. So I'm really not expecting a quick match. I'm expecting a long, drawn-out fight. And quite frankly, I think the thing that I bring to the table uh, that he doesn't is how resilient I am. You know, I've proven both in MMA and in professional wrestling that I can take the best that anybody has to offer, and I can continue on. And a lot of times I can turn it into a war of attrition, and that's what's going to happen here. Um I'm not going to try to match low-key, you know, speed for speed, quickness for quickness. Uh, I'm going to employ probably a different uh, approach and slow him down, put him on the ground, ground and pound him, and uh, take him out, you know. Low-key has been, he's been doing a lot of talk, uh, trying to get under my skin, talking about my family in uh, Twitter promos and, you know, promos on TV, mentioning that I'm a family man and this and that. And, you know, I, that's cool. I've, I have life insurance, you know. My kids might be better off if I'm not the one watching them. So he doesn't need to be, you know, worried about me not bringing my A game or me, you know, ha- having thoughts in the back of my head uh, while he's out there trying to take it to me. You know, low-key is somebody who he thinks he's a professional. He thinks that he's, you know, a tactician. Um, 
But, you know, I thrive on chaos. I find the beauty in the chaos. And as we're out there, I don't think he's going to be able to keep up with me. I don't think he's going to be able to adapt. And I'm going to take him out. Awesome. So the final two questions here that I really wanted to ask is, obviously you got your title shot here in a month at Super Fight, and you're going to just smash low key is what is your your obviously bn sports mlw what is your main goal with mlw for this upcoming 2019 year obviously winning the championship would probably be number one next month but overall goal what would you hope for the company and yourself in 2019 uh you know my goal is to go global go worldwide defend the belt across the world and uh you know represent mlw as, as best i can Awesome. And then you've obviously wrestled a plethora of guys. Who you look forward to that you haven't wrestled in MLW that you're you're, you're looking forward to eventually working with? Harry Smith. Nice. Yes, that would that'd be a killer match. I, him just signing with you guys, and, and that would be killer. I think the two. Yes, yes. that would be be awesome. Uh, and fi- final question, and I like like let you plug. Where can everybody keep track of what you've got going on when it comes to MLW, your other your independent bookings, all that? Where can they find all yep. that information? Check me out on Twitter at Filthy Tom Waller, and also on Instagram at Filthy Tom Waller. You'll find out everything you need to know. Awesome. Be at uh, be in Philly if you can for Super Fight. If not, check it out on Being Sports or wherever you can. Awesome. And then final question. Is there, I know you said it would be hard to pick out a wrestling memory, but is there, let's, we'll narrow it down to MLW. Is there, besides getting this championship, is there your favorite match you've had in MLW so far? Yeah, the Battle Riot, for sure. Uh, Being able to face all those legends and superstars of today was just, was amazing coming out with the victory, so. That's, That's awesome. Tom, it's been a pleasure and good luck to you in a month. I hope you kick some ass out there, man. All right. Thank you so much, Nick. Take care. Take care. All right. I want to thank uh, Tom Lawler for coming on the show and talking about his big, big match coming up with Loki at Super MLW Super Fight in just about a month's time. Uh, it was really cool to talk to him, and I hope to have him back on, and we can do a longer interview and talk just wrestling, MMA, talk about his whole career from beginning to where he's at now it's a much much pleasure uh, talking to to him and i hope he kicks low key's butt at that uh that matchup it's going to be one heck of a match it's going to be one heck of a card uh that night at the old ecw arena just from the two matches really that are that have been announced and and kind of headlining is low key versus tom Lawler for the mlw championship and then the the uh, Luch Bros versus uh, the Hart Foundation for the World Tag Team Titles. That's going to, you know, Teddy Hart and uh, uh, D.H. Smith, you know, the British Bulldog, uh, Davey Boy Smith Jr., basically. It's going to be great against the, the Lucha Bros, uh, Ray Phoenix and uh, Pentagon Jr. Man, that's going to be... Uh, it's going to be a match of its own, but uh, I appreciate everybody checking out kind of this bonus episode, this shorter bonus episode. As I said, it wasn't going to be as long as my normal episodes, but it's it's much appreciated. Make sure you're following all the social media. Make sure you check out the regularly scheduled podcast that drops every Wednesday, uh, but make sure you're following all social media. 
at Nick's RNW Podcast on Twitter, Rock and Wrestling Podcast on Instagram, Nick's Rock and Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. Lead the five star reviews on iTunes. Uh, look for the YouTube channel to be revamped in the coming weeks. Uh, Rock and Wrestling Podcast.com. Get your official sweatshirts, t shirts, all that good stuff. And we'll see you back right here next week with another bonus episode, but this coming Wednesday as well. So, peace. I'm out.